0: hey shakes pals welcome back to another week of protest too much first of all congratulations to max kreisky for winning my heart but not our audience's votes uh y'all voted for puck as the best wingman uh check out our twitter feed at p2mpod for some salty memes about it Um, We're so happy to have you all here this week, and also very excited to have Andy Latai to talk about which Shakespearean character would win The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. It is a trip, it is a ride, and we're so happy to have you along with us. Remember, if you enjoy the show, to please, please, please rate, review, subscribe, and share. Welcome to Protest Too Much. A Shakespeare Showdown podcast where a guest and I go head-to-head each week, and you get to decide who wins. Okay, hello. This week we are discussing which of Shakespeare's characters would win The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. And with me I have performer and writer Andy Latai. Andy, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you for having me. Hello. Hello.
0: Go ahead and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Uh, well, I like Candlelit Dinners, Long Walks on the <laughs> Beach, uh, and the works of one William Shakespeare. Uh, yeah, I'm a writer, an actor, very rarely a director, but sometimes uh, I've always been really into Shakespeare, and I am raring to go. And also, fan of the Bachelor franchise.
0: <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so excited. So, um, I just mentioned this to Andy before we started recording, but I have never seen um, a single episode of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. So I am very excited to dive right into this um, and definitely win, no matter what. (laughs) I believe in you. (laughs) It's going to work out well for me either way. Um, So Andy, who do you think of Shakespeare's characters is going to win The Bachelor?
1: I think that's going to be Viola.
0: Okay, interesting. All right. And Andy, who do I think is going to win The Bachelor?
1: Uh, You think Rodrigo is going to win The Bachelor. (laughs) I guess Bachelorette in this context.
0: Othello's Rodrigo, just to clarify? Yeah. Perfect. Um,
1: That's the one.
0: I am so excited for this. I'm, yep, diving in headfirst. You go ahead and take it away.
1: All right. Uh, So, the case for Viola... I think it's pretty right there. People fall in love with her. It's not that hard. She meets (laughs) Olivia, and, like, next day, she's smitten. Orsino falls in love with her, even when he doesn't realize he's falling in love with her, just by by being around her. She has an incredible magnetism. And also, she's smart. She's got a good head on her shoulders. She's not going to be one of the people who fall for the fake drama, who get messed with by the producers. She is going to, like, have her eyes on the prize. She's going to be sensible about it. And she's going to have a good time, you know. It's not she's not uptight. She's pretty cool. She knows how to play a prank, I guess. A really long prank where she <laughs> pretends to be a servant in someone's house. Yeah, she's the complete package. How could you not how could you not fall in love with her on night 1, honestly?
0: Well, so have you considered though that Rodrigo would be a far better um contestant? to win. Now, I know you're saying Viola is sensible, she's smart, she's clever, she has a good head on her shoulders. Is that really what the Bachelor franchise is looking for? Or are they looking for good TV? Because let me tell you, Rodrigo is going to make for some good TV. He comes out at the start of this play, like, like, I imagine Rodrigo as essentially lying on the ground pounding his fists weeping over the fact that someone stole Desdemona away from him who again common bachelor theme never belonged to him in the first place right they there's no uh there's no reciprocation there but he was devastated he's wailing he's screaming he's plotting he's he's willing to do whatever it is iago says just for the like the 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 dangling carrot of a rose right like he's like i will do anything to get that rose literally anything and i think that's what they want
1: i think that's definitely what the producers want the producers (laughs) would love rodrigo but there's no way he's gonna make it all the way to being the final pick he would, be, he would be a guy who the lead wants to get rid of, and the producers are like, no, nah, just keep him on for another week or two. He's very polarizing to the audiences. We're getting great numbers from him, but eventually he would get discarded. He's the kind of guy who would so easily get sucked into some drama. As soon as someone did the, oh, can I steal her for a second, that would be it for him. The next three episodes would just be him in a feud with that guy, and he wouldn't be paying any attention to the woman.
0: Right, because like when it comes down to it, he doesn't really care about about Desdemona. He just cares about winning. So, let me ask you, have there been contestants on The Bachelor that are that that like you can tell the actual bachelor or bachelorette doesn't want them there, but is clearly like a a TV producer push?
1: Yeah. Okay. I can't I'm trying to think. I think Jordan probably would fall under that. Ugh, Jordan. The season he was on, but he was Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know. Um, (laughs) There's definitely people who are producer picks. So you can tell The Bachelor or Bachelorette doesn't have chemistry with, but they are either they're great for drama or they're just fun and have a good personality and are fun to see on screen. So for one of those reasons, they get sort of shoved into the group and kept around.
0: Okay. All right. So, yeah.
1: Not that that's ever, like, explicitly stated by anyone in the franchise, but it's the sort of thing that everyone can tell. You
0: can tell. Yeah. I mean... I think, I see Rodrigo as, like, getting pushed along as, like you said, as a producer pick. And then just, you know, uh, really kind of worming his way into the heart of that bachelorette. And and the the bachel- With all
1: those good qualities he has.
0: All those good qualities. Um, he's rich. <laughs> that is...
1: So is Viola.
0: Okay. Um, fair. Fair. But... Think about Viola's inability to really um express her her true feelings and how how is that gonna go over in um those like one on ones when they're like locked up in a room and the the bachelor's expecting like this uh profession of love and she's just like, mm, I mean, mm. she kind of wins Olivia by berating her. And I don't know how that's going to go on a reality television show.
1: I mean, I'll concede to you, that's a pretty good point. <laughs> people people on The Bachelor and Bachelorette, the leads are always complaining like, oh, I feel like she really didn't open up enough about mm-hmm. our relationship. Mm-hmm. But for this, I will submit that you have to take a little bit of a leap of faith on Viola. And the reason that she never had a big confession of her feelings to Orsino is because she was actively in disguise and perpetrating a whole subterfuge. On The Bachelor, there wouldn't be any mystery. She, w- Everyone would know what she was there for. And even in disguise, she has that whole thing where she talks about her sister. I'm doing air quotes right now for the <laughs> listeners, uh, who died of a broken heart. Uh, so she still finds a way, even when she can't. To share her emotions and try to get out what she's feeling. So if there was no block to her being honest, I think she would be great at that.
0: Okay. Um, interesting point. Now, I want to I want to circle back um and tie these two characters together. Because we talk about the the bachelor or like the lead um not necessarily falling for Rodrigo not seeing his amazing qualities behind the weeping, but in fact, that is exactly what Viola does. And we can look at Orsino as essentially a slightly less evil Rodrigo. And I don't know if I'll call – I mean, there's a lot of problems with Rodrigo. Um, but he's basically just too dumb for anyone's good, I think, is kind of the, the issue there. Like, he's so willing to, like, yes and Iago without actually thinking things through. Um, but if we look at Orsino, the play opens the same way. Othello and Twelfth Night have this same opening scene, essentially, right? Oh no, I'm in love and she won't love me back! (laughs) Viola falls in love with that.
1: (laughs) Alright, so, also a good point.
0: So many things happening in that brain right now.
1: (laughs) I would say, from a character standpoint, just with the Rodrigo-Orsino comparison... I don't think that's fair to Orsino, because Orsino does have some wit about him. You know, he's sitting there, he's moping, but he doesn't go like, Oh, Fest, you think if I go murder a guy she'll like me? No, he's content to wallow for now, and then he'll go try to win her back with praises and gifts. He's not going to sink to the levels that Rodrigo is willing to sink to. Okay. I think, and as far as the that does get Viola to fall in love with him... He, I don't think she sees him quite at his lowest. She sees him pretty close to the lowest, but you know she's not there in that first scene.
0: <laughs> I'm just, not sure how to
1: end that sentence, but yeah, 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 it's she get she gets a little bit of a better picture of him.
0: Sure. And also, of. and then
1: she gets taken into his confidence. Right,
0: right, right. She kind of so gets that. She's not just
1: seeing in a guy being emo up on a pedestal. She is getting to know him, and that's when they fall in love.
0: Hmm. Okay, all right, interesting point. Um, I oh man, I let's talk about casting. Does Viola get cast on The Bachelor, and why? Ooh. So we've talked about kind of like See, yeah, that's I a think, good point. I think I agree that like once she's on, she's the realistic choice for the Bachelor to to actually say, oh yes, this person is sensible and. Uh, all of the things that I want. But does she even get the chance to make that point?
1: That's a good point. Cause that's true. I'm trying to imagine her application. What would be there that would make the producers think she'd be exciting. I mean, she could play up the recently orphaned thing. Sure. Like that could be, that could be her angle. Like she has a sob story. She has a tragic past and that's, that's her intro on night one.
0: That's true. Yeah, because they do the whole thing where um, they get out of the limo and they do like a, what, like a 30-second introduction of themselves where they have to make a first impression. Sometimes
1: they arrive on like a hilarious other vehicle. Sometimes I imagine Viola, she would get out of the limo, completely soaked, waterlogged and also (laughs) dressed like a man and then pull off her disguise and be like, hey, let's fall in love.
0: (laughs) Make me a willow cabin, baby. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I think her application would really rely on the strength of an in-person audition because on paper, I, she would not really appeal to the producers that much. Mm-hmm. You're right. But I think once they got to know her and saw that she did, ha- she has a huge personality. She can really be entertaining to watch. That would be her ticket in.
0: Yeah. I think that's a good, I think that's a good point. And you know, the, for me, the moment when Olivia falls in love with Viola is the Make Me a Willow cabin. Right? Is that the right? I don't. Yeah. Um that kind of that level of poetry when she stops using Orsino's words and starts using her own um is really kind of the moment where Olivia is like, "Oh." Oh. Okay. Um so yeah, maybe using maybe using her her words her in-person like charm. I can see I can see that. Um I'm imagining Rodrigo just like tumbling out. He is just you know half disheveled, like his his shirts out of his pants, and his like buttons are mismatched, and he just like literally like flops onto the ground and lays eyes on the the Bachelorette, and is like, "You're the most beautiful person I've ever seen in my life!" Like just really hard aggressive off the off the bat.
1: Yeah, he would be pretty grovelly. <laughs> Which would probably get him past night one, yeah. But it wouldn't carry him to the end.
0: Yeah, I, I always wonder what what a Rodrigo is without an Iago. Like if Rodrigo had a Viola, you know. Like if if we if we look at him as an Orsino type, and with like he has uh one of the episodes in the next couple seasons is like which character would benefit from a fool the most and i feel like rodrigo's um, a good kind of choice for that because he just yeah. needs someone to be like no nah bro no
1: <laughs> yeah that's a good question but i'll tell you a place where he is not gonna get that <laughs> is in the bachelorette house that's- Where he will have the producers urging him to be divisive. And also, he's with a bunch of other guys who he's in competition with. And that is, Rodrigo would be the guy. He has, like, a talking head at the camera. And he's like, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to find love. And he would just be a total jerk to all the other guys.
0: That's a good point. He would find like the meaner guy in the house and just like stick to him and then just get sucked into it. They'd be a a
1: little clique that was mean to everyone else.
0: Oh God, I hate them so much. (laughs) 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 I hypothetically hate them. Um, But he still is definitely, definitely going to win the show. Um, Mm. You know what, listeners? We're going to leave it to you. Who do you think? would win the bachelor slash bachelorette. Do you think Viola is going to make an impact and make it all the way through to the end of the show? Or do you think Rodrigo will ride that producer high all the way to the wedding? Um, you can vote on facebook.com slash p 2 m pod or on Twitter at p 2 m pod. Andy, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. This was really fun. Uh, let people know where they can find you and your work.
1: Yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter at AALetai, uh, L-E-T-A-I, or you can listen to my podcast, Ship of Fools, which is a D&D actual play comedy extravaganza. Um, and just to throw this out there, if you like Shakespeare and you also like Dungeons and Dragons, then there's a little bit of a separate campaign we may be putting out in a short while which is about both of those things so keep an eye out for that
0: well andy um wink wink now that you've said that uh i don't know if you know that i also am on a D podcast i had heard yeah mm-hmm. so um we might catch up later on that because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i do in fact love totally. both of those things um and yeah thank you so much for being here uh listeners thank you for listening and we will see you all next week
1: Oh, and also the at ship of fools cast is our Twitter and Instagram.
0: There we go. I will put that all in the show notes so that everyone knows exactly where to go. Fantastic. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Serious
1: business.